Welcome to the Life Unlimited Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice so you can confidently live your life your way for life. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello, and welcome to Life Unlimited with Larry Heller from Heller Wealth Management. Larry, how are you? I'm doing terrific. Eric, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. For those that are just joining us and have not met Larry yet or myself, I am Eric. I am Larry's producer. Larry is the star of the show. He has so much great information. Today, I know that you're talking about tax loss, tax loss harvesting. Well, that's not easy to say, Larry. No, it's not. And as a Life Unlimited, we have a lot of different type of uh, topics and guests. Today, we're going to get a little technical with you, but we're going to hopefully improve your life by being able to save you some money on your taxes. And from what I know about tax loss harvesting, there is, it has to do with the market, has to do with the market being down in some cases, right? And that's what we're looking at right now. And I think a lot of people are concerned about a down market. Yeah. So obviously 2022 has been a roller coaster ride up and down, up and down. And people have got lost money on paper this year. And they might have had gains from previous years. So one of the things that we can look to do is to what we call book some losses so you can save money on your taxes. Okay. So one of the things is, did you sell any investments early of the year that may have gains on it? Uh, did you have some gains that you wanted to sell, but you're holding off to some large capital gains? Or maybe you sold your house this year. And maybe you didn't do any of that, but you want to have some losses that we can talk about carrying forward. So there's a lot of different reasons why you'd want to do some tax loss harvesting and save money on taxes. So if you're in the top cap gain rate of 20% federally, and you can save 20% on some capital gains, that could be some significant dollars in your pocket by the end of the year. Yeah, 20%. That's huge, especially the numbers you're talking about. Yes. So uh, so let's start with a few tax lessons so we can educate everyone. So if you sell an asset that you hold for less than a year, you're generating short-term capital gains. So those gains are taxed at a higher rate. When you're selling assets for a loss to offset your capital gains, you need to keep apples with apples and oranges with oranges. So short-term losses can only be used to offset short-term gains while long-term losses can be offset long-term gains. But we don't want to sell assets strictly to harvest tax losses. That's not always the best move, but there are ways that we can work together to identify the right time to liquidate underperforming assets if and when it makes sense. So Larry, when you talk assets, are we talking all kinds of assets? Is this, this is stocks and things like that, plus could be real estate or anything like that? Or are we... I don't want to cross yes, you're talking all assets. I mean, we're going to talk about really mutual funds or ETFs or individual stocks. And how do you do that? So okay. because there are some rules you don't want to get caught up with. And we're going to talk about that as, as well. So let's say you have mutual fund or an ET or an ETF and you've had gains during the year. And now you want to sell some things at a loss position. But what happens if you sell? And the market then goes up again. As we're talking, today is October 3rd. By the time the podcast out, it'll be a little bit later. But today, the market's up um, 3%. The Dow's up as we're speaking, 3%. So if you sold and you were out of the market, 
then you might have gotten some tax losses, but you're missing a big movement on the market. And we've seen there's been a lot of times where the markets move as fast as, as it is today. So how can you sell and make sure that you take advantage in case the market has some gains? So what do I mean? Let's go through an example, Eric. Okay. So let's say you have XYZ fund and that XYZ fund has losses and they have long-term losses and you've already sold things early, earlier in the year for long-term gains. So now you want to sell some things for a long-term loss to offset the gains. So you go ahead and you sell this fund. I'm going to call this ABC fund. And if ABC fund now, you don't want to be totally out of the market you would actually buy a very similar fund, not the exact fund, but you want to buy a very similar fund. Let's call it XYZ fund at the very same time or an ETF at the very same time. And then 30 days later, you can then sell the fund that you bought and rebought the fund that you had before. Now, what does this accomplish? Well, one thing it accomplishes is it avoids what's called the wash sale rule, which I'll talk about in a minute. But this way, if during those 30 days, the market went up, you're now fully invested. Yes, the losses you have may be a little less because those in those 30 days, you may have some additional gains, but at least you're invested in case the market rallies tremendously in those 30 days. So okay. that's one thing that you need that you need to make sure that you're not just doing this for tax losses, that you're doing it for the right investment strategy as well. And the same thing for a stock. Now, the stock, you can't sell and rebuy the same stock. So you may have to wait 30 days if you really wanted to own that stock. So you have to be careful of these rules. You want to make sure that you avoid what we call the wash sale rules and also the like-kind exchange rules. You can't buy something exactly the same just to book your losses. What do you mean exactly the same? So you couldn't buy the same exact fund. So if you were buying okay. a equity fund, you bought class A, and now you was you were now buying the same fund as an ET, you were buying an ETF or a different class, that would not count, and those losses would not be allowed by the uh, by the government. Okay. All right. So what you're doing is so people say, well, what am I really doing here? Well, if you did nothing and the market rebounded, you're going to be in the same position if you do these tax loss harvests. So you're converting what's called unrealized losses into realized losses so you can take advantage on your you take advantage of them on your tax return. And one of the things you may want to talk to your advisor about that when you first invest with somebody, there are different ways of setting up your cost basis, whether you're using average cost basis or something called tax loss, tax identification or LIFO or FIFO. And if you use, if you do use a, a lot identi specific identification and you're buying funds and you're buying it over the years and or some of the funds have reinvestments on dividends, you can actually go in and cherry pick the actual lots that you want to sell. However, if you did average gain with average cost basis, which a lot of advisors do, then you can't take advantage of that. So working with somebody who really knows the rules and knows how to implement taxes like we do can end up saving you thousands of dollars. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I don't, in my personal opinion, this is only my personal opinion, I don't think anybody should tackle taxes on their own. 
if they have any substantial wealth whatsoever or business or a complicated situation or lots of property. There are so many things that we just don't know. That's what experts are for. That's what the pros are for. And I firmly believe on leaning on people that know more than I do. So I don't screw something up, Larry. Yeah, but you have to work with somebody that's an expert in that area. In other words, there are a lot of financial advisors out there, a lot of brokers out there, and they're not focused in on the taxes. They're just focusing in on investment performance. Yeah. And you're leaving, you can leave a lot of money on the table. And if you're not working with somebody that knows the tax rules just as well as they're knowing the investment rules, because it's not how much money you make, Eric, it's how much money you keep after taxes. Mm-hmm. I've heard you say that a couple of times before on the podcast, Larry, for sure. Yeah, I like that line. Don't yeah, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, that, that's just it is that, yeah, my, oh man, my, my advisor got me 13%, 15% last year, but you lost all of it in taxes. It doesn't make any sense. You didn't, you, right. didn't, you, didn't and, you know, being a former CPA, I'd love to make sure that people save money on their taxes. Now, again, you don't want to have the tail wag the dog, but you don't want to just look at the tax savings. You want to make sure that you're making sound investment strategies. But if you can combine them both together, now that becomes powerful when you can be able to do things. So now, especially again, with the roller coaster and the market and as a downturn, you don't want to lose this opportunity. So you have the opportunity of possibly taking some losses and maybe you owned Apple at, and you bought it at a long time and now you want to diversify out of that. We have that a lot of times where people have these investments that they just don't got, want to get rid of it because they're like, oh, I don't want to pay the taxes on that. It's made uh -huh. so much money. But now if you can sell something else and you can say, hey, we can reduce your holding holdings in this one asset because it's become too much of your portfolio and you can tell them, well, you don't have to pay any taxes because we have some other tax, we have some other investments that we can offset their losses. It's a little bit easy for them to swallow and it gets their portfolio where they should be. Got it. All right. Well, let me ask you a question because I know that you said at the beginning that harvesting losses is to, you know, to offset gains, right? Correct. So what happens in 2022, let's say somebody's portfolio just kind of was flat and they don't have a lot of gains. Aha. And now they have losses. Is They it have losses. Yeah. So, so remember also, idea? if you sold your house, you can also offset and again, you can use these losses. To offset. Oh. Let's say you had no gains for the year. So I remember 2008. Do you remember 2008? Yeah, that was a bad year, Larry. It was a bad year. So, <laughs> we, we like to forget that one. Yeah, and it was such a bad, it was such a bad year. So one of the things that you could do is harvest losses. And if you have, in some cases, we had hundreds of thousands of dollars of losses wow. for a client. They weren't going to have enough gains to offset them. So what can you do? Well, you can carry them forward. So if you had no gains, you're limited to $3,000 of losses. Now, this is federal. I want to be careful that we mention these are federal rules I'm talking about. So you can book 3000 of losses and you can carry forward unlimited amounts, hundreds of thousands, of dollars, millions of dollars in losses if you had, and you can carry them forward. So in 2007, we did that for clients. So then when the market rebounded later on, 8, 9, 10, 11, and we wanted to take some gains and rebalance the portfolio, we had future losses to offset. How great that is for years wow. and years down the road to be able to use these losses against future gains. And you can do that for in perpetuity or what? You could do that in perpetuity. Wow. And that's but it's maximum 3,000 per year. 
No, no. So you, so if you have no gains, you can take three thousand in losses. But let's God, say you book that. Let's say you booked a half a million dollars worth of losses this year, uh-huh. and next year you had fifty thousand dollars worth of gains. Well, you offset the fifty thousand dollars worth of losses you carry forward against those gains, and then you're still carrying forward another four hundred fifty thousand. Man, so you keep carrying that forward until all those losses are gone. So even if you don't have gains to offset this year, it's a great thing to do to offset future gains. Well, I mean, we've been in a a bull market, right, for past 10 years until now, right? And so I'm just picturing your clients that in 07 or 08 that had those, harvested those losses, like you said, they had almost 10 years to use those every year. That's fantastic. Yes. Now, it didn't go 10 years because we did have some really, really good really, really, really good years in there. But I think we went for a lot of people four or five, six years sometimes harvesting, using those losses against gains. But you're right. You could have gone 10 years. Now, I do want to caution you, not all states allow carry forwards. So so you want to be careful. That may not be the case for your state law and how that would impact you. But we're talking about federal law and how that works today. Okay. So, and so let's say you working with somebody this year and there's all these losses and they don't do any tax loss harvesting. And now we go through another bull market. Now the gains, and now you want to take some of those profits off the table. Now they're going to sell. They're going to rebalance, but they got to pay gains on that. Wouldn't it be nice that if you had these carry forward losses to be able to offset that? So, I mean, there's a client right now we're going through that was selling a business and they've got some gains from the sale of that business this year. And there's some losses that we can harvest to offset some of those gains. So knowing your client, knowing how to save them money and being more than just an investment advisor, but a wealth manager to combine the two can be, could be the difference of, like I said before, hundreds of thousands of dollars in your pocket. Yeah. So besides the podcast, Larry, I know that you also have other resources available for folks. Do you have more information on this topic specifically? Because we don't have a ton of time to dive into it today. What have you got? Yeah, for- so yeah, so we've created, we have what's called the Hello Wealth Management Checklist on tax loss harvesting. So if you want, we're, we're, just email us and we can uh, download that to you. We're going to try to attach that to this I think we can try to attach that yeah. to the to the podcast, at least a, a link where they can go and do that. And the link is basically is what issues should I consider when harvesting capital losses? So it'll go through some of the things that I discussed and you'll be able to look at it in a nice, easy format. Let me ask you this. Is this something, is this a document that they would be able to then take to their current advisor to say, have you done this? Is that something... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They can show them this and say, is this something that we're, we're doing? Absolutely. But All it's right. also, a, it's really an easy, nice way for them to get a little bit educated on all the issues that I was talking about earlier. Uh, it's a nice, easy format that they can look at. Fantastic. All right. What else do we need to know today? I think we covered everything today. I think that what we want to really just summarize is you want to make sure that you stay away from some of these traps, some of the like-kind exchanges, the wash sale rules. That's two different things to consider. You want to stay fully invested so you don't miss a huge day like today. Uh, And you want to make sure you do this properly. It can be complicated and you want to do it properly. And that's where we're, we're here to help. All right. Speaking of that, 
how about the uh, website or phone number or what whatever contact information you want to give the folks so they can reach yeah, out? The best the best way to get a hold of us is go to our website hellowealthmanagement.com and you can click right on uh, on the website to schedule a, a free 20 minute call with me or one of the advisors here and we can talk to you more about tax loss harvesting or anything else. If you'd like to call us, feel free to contact us at 631 248 3600. All right, Larry, thank you so much. This is great information. It was kind of a shotgun approach today. There was a ton of information very quickly, but you've got that resource on the website. We'll make sure that we get a link to that in the show notes and the summary. So thank you again for all you do. And thank you for your time today. Great. Thank you, Eric. Hope everybody has a great life. Absolutely. All right. And our last thank you goes to you listening on us. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Unlimited podcast with Larry Heller. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Larry comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. If you're watching this on YouTube, we'd appreciate a like and a follow there as well. And we humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it and leave a review as this actually does help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Hello Wealth Management, this is Eric Johnson reminding you that live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.